Today's show is a great conversation with Doran Fermat, the co-founder of FD.com. Now, FD, while they do not do any data mining, they do see tremendous insights, trends in what's going on in the industry today. They develop new features. He discusses new features really for all clients that are coming out in 2019. But we also talk about new ways he's seeing certain types of clients utilize the FD platform. We do a little bit of screen share to see some different features that they've rolled out. Uh, we also talk about their enterprise level integration with uh, quite a few CRMs and uh, so much more. It's a really great show. Enjoy. First, Serious about online trading? Secure your funds, keep your merchandise safe, and use a company that keeps the buyer and seller protected the whole way through. That's escrow.com. Payments you can trust. FD was built by domain investors to increase your inquiries, sales, and profit. Forget spreadsheets and archived emails. Manage your entire investment portfolio in one place using a secure and completely confidential platform. Learn more at FT.com. That's E-F-T-Y, FT.com. Hey there, I'm Tess Diaz, executive producer of DomainSherpa.com, and today we're doing a one-on-one -on -one interview with the co-founder of FT.com, Doran Fermat. Doran, thanks for joining us all the way from Hong Kong. How you doing? Hey, Tess. I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Of course. You know, you have long been an advertiser on Domain Sherpa sponsoring this free educational opportunity, but I felt like it was time, regardless of that status, to have an update on FD itself. It's such a valuable platform, and uh, there's been so much talk about it lately. We need, we need to hear what's going on over there. Um, you know, you founded it in 2014, and you're just rolling out your first enterprise um, level opportunities. Um, let's, can, can we start out with some statistics? You good with that? Uh, yeah, sure. So, um, we, uh, started building FD in 2014. So me and my co-founder Lionel, uh, who's based out of the Netherlands where actually, uh, most of our, uh, uh, developers are based as well. And, um, I think we, we rolled out a uh, beta version of the site after six months or so. And FD started really, uh, really small. We started a bit like a domain name management tool. So our vision was uh, uh, instead of using a spreadsheet to stay organized, you use like a web-based tool. And uh, we built all these very difficult features to pull in data. We wanted to sync up with all the other platforms. Uh, that was the, the first vision of FD. But very quickly, we realized that what um, what our uh, users really wanted was more like a, uh, a platform helping them to sell domain names instead of really uh, staying organized um, uh, was nice, but selling domains is even better. So we quickly um, kind of uh, grew the, uh, the features and started to build uh, landing pages and later on uh, users could uh, very quickly uh, launch their own marketplace site with FD. And that's when uh, we really started to grow really quick because instead of um, uh, charging a commission on sales, we decided we would uh, just ask the users for a small 
a monthly or annual subscription fee. Um, so the moment uh, sellers realized they could use our lending pages and uh, uh, sell domains without paying commission, we started to grow really fast. And um, so we're a few years in now, and I'm more than happy to share some 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 statistics. Um, so currently we have more than uh, 1,000 uh, active paying sellers on the platform. Um, we had probably a few thousands over the years, but obviously people come and go within the industry. Uh, but we're um, currently more than uh, 1,000 uh, sellers uh, active uh, on the platform. Um, and together they're managing uh, more than 900,000 uh, domain names through FD. Um, not all of those domains are necessarily parked with us. Around one third of these domain names uh, are hosted. Uh, with our name servers. Um, and um, last month in September, we um, these landing pages reached uh, just under 3 million uh, unique visitors. My goodness, that's a lot of traffic. Yeah. Now, there's a lot of traffic. And um, yeah, that's also probably one of the biggest growing pains of FD when we started to grow really quickly. Um, it's suddenly you have to deal with a huge influx of traffic and all sorts of uh, uh, things that come with that. And uh, uh, that's something we've been working very hard on over the years to, to make sure that um, uh, it all runs smoothly. Yeah, yeah I bet. So 900,000 domain names with 1,000 users. Um, is More than 1,000 users, yeah. Uh, oh, sorry. Is your yeah. average... Um, is your average user have 900 domains or do you have, um, you know, like I know at GoDaddy, for example, last I knew their average client had five to 20 domains. Okay. But yeah. With, you know, yeah. So um, if you would just divide that number by the number of users, you'll, you'll probably end up with an average of like 700 to 800 domains per user. Um, um, so currently, before we rolled out a enterprise solution, FD was offering three different tiers, uh, a basic plan up to 50 domains and a growth plan up to 1,500 domains and a professional plan for up to 5,000 domains, which used to be our uh, largest plan. And traditionally, most of our users, like more than 60%, has always been in the growth plan. So you could say that most of our sellers always had a portfolio uh, of less than 1,500 domains. And I think when I look at myself, I have a small investment portfolio. I own around five to 600 domain names. And I think I'm kind of like the average type of you know, investor you know, who has a portfolio on the side. That's really neat. I've always felt like FD was so good at listening to its customer feedback and making adjustments and maybe that's why because you're the average user <laughs> yeah yeah no i mean fd was really built because i was looking for a, a better solution for my own portfolio when i started to invest in domain names so it's, it's always uh we started building it around my needs and very quickly we started listening to user feedback doing surveys and uh, the way the platform has evolved over the years purely based on uh, popular uh, requests from my users. So, yeah. 
that's spot on. Okay, so tell me about, you said, um, I, I didn't, I don't recall the percentage you said, but a certain number of domains are not on FT's landing pages. So how right. are those found? So when you go to FT.com, you get the offer to sell more domains, not to buy them. Sure. So sure. walk me through that. Uh, good question. A lot of people have asked us over the years, oh, where is the FT marketplace where I can find all the domains from FT sellers? Well, we're not really in that business. We're not a marketplace. We're like a sales platform, uh, like software as a service. And um, But FT sellers can create their own marketplace. So we have a lot of users who maybe park their domains with a union registry or an afternick. Um, but they use FT to uh, host their own uh, domain name marketplace where their buyers can go and search their uh, entire inventory. So about one third of the domains on our platform are, are parked with us on our landing pages. And the rest um, is parked somewhere else, but users are still uh, managing these domains in within FT so they can showcase them on their own portfolio side. And of course, FT is also used by a lot of users, not necessarily for selling them through our platform, but they, they want to use our management tools. Um, because when you input all your domains in FT, we pull in like, uh, like who is data and so on. So we also have users who might use another sales platform, but they, they use FT to, to, to keep track of renewals um, and so on. Wow. Oh, that's, that's a lot of options. Okay. So, and when yeah, you said we have a lot of visitors, that's really only for 300,000 out of the 900,000 domains then. Yeah. So last month we, we were just under 300 uh, users. So um, in terms of page views, we do a ton more than that. Uh, but that's, that's the unique visitors we had to the landing pages. And that's just on the domain names that are parked with us. Yeah. Okay. Um, is there a, not to put you on the spot, but um, can, can I see, do you have an idea of an example of someone who I could go to their page and then see their whole, um, their whole FD portfolio there? Uh, yes. So there's basically two uh, core features of the FD platform. We have the landing pages. And then we have the marketplace feature. And some users only use the marketplace. Others only use the uh, landing pages. So if you want to have a uh, example of a uh, FD-powered uh, landing page, uh, you can go to uh, viral.com. Or you can go to um, ai.com. And these are FT-powered landing pages. Um, or another example of FT-powered landing page, when you go to hug, uh, hug.com. That's more like an, uh, one of our older themes. Um, but if you want to see an example of a portfolio, so a FT-powered uh, marketplace, um, 
a portfolio which has been covered quite a lot within the domain name industry uh, uh, blogs and, and news is for example a portfolio of Brent Oxley who previously sold HostGator and he owns a lot of uh, ultra premium uh, dot coms his portfolio is on uh, oxley.com so that's um, o-x-l-e-y.com that's an example of an ft powered portfolio site this is amazing yeah. so he has his own branded oxley um logo and then this very catchy um yeah, so this is the, yeah. And then you can pull it, to a category. Now, did FD create each of these logos or no. did he create them individually? We're not in the business of uh, logo design, um, but uh, with FD, you can upload logos for your portfolio. Um, and a lot of our users do that for some of their best domains. So they can um, upload that inside FD and then wherever they connect, It'll pull yep. up. So I open Zombie yep. just in Halloween theme here mm -hmm. or create.com. And then this is pretty typical FD landing page, except all with his logo and his giraffe background. That's pretty wild. Yeah. So this is actually like an older uh, design that uh, Brent is using for his marketplace. We quite recently uh, added two brand new marketplace designs that are a bit more modern, even though this one is still very popular and I like it a lot too. Okay. Um, for example, if you go to my own personal marketplace, you can see a more recent uh, design and my marketplace is hosted at namerockstar.com. Namerockstar.com. Yeah, so. Okay. This is a newer. Uh, this is a much, much yeah. more um, uh, one of our recent Themes. And if you go over the logos, you can see that, um, um, you know, they pop up. Boom, like make that. an offer or favorite it. Yeah, you can favorite it. And then uh, the domain names are safe. Okay. So that's um, a little more catchy than this boring make an offer. Well, it's, it, it really depends on what you like. Um, it, it's just, I want to, as an example, okay. um, you know, we keep adding new themes because uh, things change on the web, right? So design trends change. Um, um, you know, there's flat design, minimalistic design. So a lot of the new themes are more uh, based on current design trends. But okay. um, even the, the, the marketplace themes we started out with are still usually popular. Yeah. Okay, so, and then these categories look very customized, but I see on your new one and on Brent Oxley's landing page there are quite a few categories so these it looks like you must be able to create inside fd and then roll them out if you like and you can create what the categories are yourself or yeah, we, have, offers we, we, we have a bunch of uh, default categories you can choose from but you can also create custom categories so yeah okay all right because like x realty or reality it must be custom right yeah reality yeah, yeah. okay yeah. And then tell me about this, um, or or is this coming up later? So there's make an offer is the one choice. Yeah. And the other choice, I was on Gaming Hero, and it's a buy now. And yeah. I see this Stripe option. So, and tell me if you want to wait and talk about this later. 
Um, oh, we, can, we, we can talk about that now. Um, so is this like at GoDaddy, you just pay your credit card. It's not like going through an escrow or what, and there's an instant transfer. Um, yeah. What's so, happening here with no escrow? If you, um, so with, 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 with FT, currently we have three different payment integrations. Uh, we have escrow pay, so that's powered by escrow.com. Uh, so we do have a licensed uh, escrow partner. Um, so escrow has been a long-term partner of FT and they're integrated in the platform. Uh, but we also have uh, a integration with uh, both PayPal and Stripe. And um, that's really if you instantly want to take money for a domain, but then there's no uh, escrow uh, partner in between. So, you know, you basically, if someone hits the buy now button and you use PayPal or escrow, you just receive an email like, hey, you've been paid like two and a half thousand, three and a half thousand. And then it's your sole responsibility, uh, responsibility as the seller to then go into your FD account, get the contact details of the buyer, and then get in touch to transfer the domain name. Um, so it's a really fast way to get paid. But obviously, um, by using a PayPal or Stripe, there's also risk involved because someone can do a chargeback after you've transferred the domain. So we really uh, advise it to use it for, um, you know, lower value domains. And if you have like, uh, you know, five figure domain name, then you should probably want to use uh, our escrow integration. Yeah. Got it. Makes sense. Instead Makes of sense. PayPal. Yeah. Okay. So um, as we're looking at these, you know, the portfolio type, um, I understand that you've seen another shift in how, um, folks are utilizing the FD platform, especially with brokers. And personally, I happen to know, and we didn't discuss this before or anything, but I happen to know, you know, Media Options is now listing quite a few of its domains on like the, the lower value domains. We're listing them on FD. We see FD getting a lot of traffic. Um, but tell me, um, I didn't know before we started this call and chatted prior to recording, that it sounds like a number of brokers are doing this and seeing this um, as kind of an ancillary or complementary tool for their brokerage? Or how would you describe that? Or give me a bigger picture than just the little bit sure. that I have. Um, so we have a lot of um, our, our users, our uh, brokerage, like boutique brokers, uh, but also from some of the large brokers we see individual brokers paying for their own FT subscription, just to put the occasional name on the platform. Um, and I think currently we have around 15 or so of our users are uh, brokerage. So most of the uh, brokers, uh, well-known brokers have an FT account. Um, why do they use us instead of maybe parking the domain on like a marketplace or their own solution. It's, it's most likely, um, well, the, the main reason is FD is a commission-free sales platform, right? So if you're brokering a high value domain name, you don't want to pay uh, any type of commission to a marketplace, right? Because you're doing all the work, even if you're doing inbound brokerage, you're handling the leads, uh, you're closing the sale. So FD not charging a commission, only a monthly uh, fee. That's the, I think the main reason that a lot of brokerage uh, um, 
So it's just a man is really as a management tool. Yeah. And of course, if you, if you have a high value domain name and you do brokerage for it, then you get a lot of inbound leads. And um, when you park the domain on an FTP for sale landing page, um, you control uh, uh, that uh, customer information, that data is all yours. So at FTP, we have a very clear government that we do not have access to sales data. Uh, we don't do brokerage ourselves. We do not have our own portfolio, like GoDaddy has NameFind, uh, Unimagistry has Frank Schilling's portfolio. Uh, so we do not uh, have our own portfolio of names to sell. So we do not analyze sales data on the platform or mine data. Um, Does so anyone private. else approach it? That I mean, that's very, um, very private. Is there? I don't think there's anyone else on the market. Any other? You know, platform like that. Um, well, with with GoDaddy now owning a really large portfolio themselves, and um, Unregistry having a very large portfolio, you could say um, a marketplace who doesn't own their own portfolio is a Cedo, for example. But Cedo, on the other hand, they do brokerage, so there's always kind of this conflict of interest. And obviously, with, with, with the CEDO, you will be paying a commission if you park at that. So a broker will not put a high-value name on the CEDO landing page because uh, one of the things that makes FP so powerful is when you get an inquiry through your landing page, you'll get the name, email address, phone number, and the IP address of the person that's, that's sending the inquiry or the offer. So you have all the um, customer data you need to do some do diligence or research on the lead. And okay. if a marketplace or platform holds back any of that information, um, you have less uh, tools as a broker to work a lead and close the sale. Um, so zero commission, full access to uh, customer information when someone makes an inquiry, uh, that those will be the, the two main reasons I think a lot of brokers are using the platform. Uh, and of course, we have you know we have more than forty different landing page designs. You can uh, write your own uh, text on the landing page, your own bullet points. Uh, so there's lots of customization, lots of choice. Yeah, that's neat. What made me reach out to you, although this has been you know a long time, I want to say percolating, um, mm -hmm. was I saw the FD announcement about the integration with Zapier, and um, that you're building out for your first enterprise level clients. Um, so Zapier, um, you rolled that out, what, about two weeks ago? And yeah. um, seeing that, I mean, it is, um, is it, sorry, I should just let you from the beginning <laughs> instead of trying to frame it just right. Um, so Zapier is, you know, let's maybe start with explaining what is Zapier because okay. uh, not everyone knows Zapier. But Zapier uh, is a platform. Uh, it's a marketplace for web applications uh, where you can connect these web applications with each other. Um, more than 1,500 web applications are listed on their marketplace. This could be anything from Google, uh, Google Docs like Google Sheets, uh, Gmail, uh, to all sorts of customer relationship management tools like Salesforce, HubSpot, 
Close.com, uh, to email clients like MailChimp or chatbots, many chat. I don't know, uh, Spotify, uh, Shopify, you know, you name it. There's like pretty much all of the big web applications, uh, project management tools uh, like Asana, Basecamp, they're all on Zapier. And what Zapier allows you to do is to create workflows between two different apps. Um, so by listing FD and integrating with Zapier, you can now send a incoming inquiry on a domain uh, with an offer uh, from FD directly to your customer relationship management tool. So let's say someone makes an offer on, uh, on uh, pyro.com and the, the company who owns this domain is using maybe HubSpot sales or close.com. Uh, the, the name, phone number, email address, IP address of that potential buyer goes straight into their CRM where their salesperson can then start working the lead. Um, or in other examples, you can create a, a ZAP, as they call it, when you create two apps on, on the platform, they call it a ZAP. So you can create a ZAP between FD and, and Slack. So whenever you get an inquiry on the domain, uh, your team is notified through Slack. Um, or uh, what I do personally is even though FD is really good for uh, keeping track of your domain names and, and um, I still I've built a SAP that uh, inputs all the inquiry data uh, from FD into uh, Google Sheet. Um, so um, you still have all your data within like uh, Google Docs. Um, and you can choose which columns, etc. It's it's really cool, and most important, you do not uh, need uh, any code. So you can just go onto Zapier, and this is kind of drag and drop and say uh, what you want to do. Um, so we built this no for. Code. That's a big deal, especially you know some of the smaller brokerage firms um, might not have you know, all the resources or, or just nobody wants to invest the resources if you don't need to. No, uh, and no. this really sets you up for those enterprise clients. What, what kind of size portfolio are you looking at? So you, you have your first few enterprise clients testing it out now before you release it to the general public, right? Yeah. So previously we, we, we kept uh, the number of domains for sellers at 5,000. So when we launched FT, we, we introduced two plans and the, the biggest plan went up to 5,000 domains. And what we saw is that most of our users actually fell within that, in that range anyway. But there, there's like a lot of people in the industry who own more than 5,000 domains and some of them, they own 10,000, but you know, there's companies out there that own 100,000, 200,000 domains. Um, and over the years we've always had to turn these companies down because we were just not confident enough in the in the if the platform was robust enough to handle the traffic and so on. Um, so over the you know the last year or so, a lot of the uh, work that was done done on FT was done on the back end. So we didn't necessarily ship a lot of like uh, new features. But we did a lot of work in making sure our name server setup is much more stable and, and uh, robust. So loading uh, pages have uh, improved a lot. Uh, landing pages, marketplace, everything is super fast now. 
and we're finally uh, ready to 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 host these really large portfolios because we can we can handle the traffic now. Okay. Um, so um, we onboarded our first enterprise client. Uh, uh, so we're in October now, uh, at the end of last month, and um, this is forty thousand uh, domain portfolio, and uh, it's just fine for us to manage that kind of. Uh, large portfolios now. Um, so enterprise is now officially open um, and we can do portfolios up to 100,000 domains. Um, yeah. Oh, I didn't realize it is open. Congratulations. That's a big deal. Yeah. Up yeah. So, now. yeah. So we're ready for any enterprise user. Um, and we start with doing portfolios up to 100,000 domains. But if, if, if you're a business and you have maybe 150 or 200,000 domains, just contact us and, you know, we can uh, probably uh, um, work with that too. Yeah. Sure, sure. Wow. So tell me, um, what trends are you seeing in domain sales? Even though you don't mind the data, um, give us some real examples, some domains that you've recently seen sold, um, some, some trends that you're noticing uh, this quarter. Um, okay, so um, I'm just going to speak from, I guess, personal experience and kind of what I see in the marketplace. Uh, like I said, we, we, we sit on a lot of sales data at, at, at FD, but we, we do not analyze it. And um, so we only hear what our uh, users tell us. And uh, we always love to hear about sales made through the platform um, and uh, with a lot of, um, uh, of our customers, I, I speak quite often, so I get a lot of uh, information kind of feed to me. Um, but as a company, we don't really uh, uh, mind that data or analyze it. Um, but, if, you know, let's just maybe talk a little bit about what's been discussed a lot lately within the industry, especially the last couple of weeks. There's been so much discussion about um, uh, the use of uh, two alternative extensions. I think actually Chris, uh, from Media Options just posted a video on LinkedIn. Uh, I think it was named, this is the one extension you shouldn't use for your startups. And um, this discussion was about dot, dot .co.co. Um, and, but another extension I see kind of fall in that same area is .io. And um, there's a lot, lot of sales happening in, in these two, two extensions. And um, there's lots of uh, love, but there's also kind of lots of hate uh, in the industry. Well, not hate, uh, that, that's, that's a strong word. But, you know, some people are kind of biased because they, they own domains in these extensions. But the people, there's a lot of people who say there's, there's only .com. And anything that's not .com is, is, is just rubbish. So there's lots of kind of discussion about that. But when you look at the... Um, sales data, then it's um, really clear that a lot of uh, strong keyword domains within .co and .io sell really well lately. Um, and um, I'm really talking about short, brandable, one-word uh, domains in those extensions. Um, but um, I think the main reason for this is that a lot of these premium dot coms are like off the market these days. So it's, it's um, you know, 
the ideal situation for a company, of course, is to own the exact match.com for their business. But if your company is called, um, I don't know, Bolt or Brisk or, uh, you know, like a rice or, you know, one of those words that is taken in two, 300 different extensions already, then you currently have two choices. Um, you can go for .com with a prefix for it, like get, uh, you know, getrise.com or hello, we are rice.com. So you can still or stick with the .com. flywheel.com, but every yeah. calls it flywheel. And every time yeah. I got to type in flywheel.com, then it's, it's, oh, that's not it. What was that stupid? Exactly. So what, yeah. what you see now is that these, a lot of these newer startups are saying, all right, we're just going to spend like five, 10, 15, $20,000 to get flywheel.io or .com. Yep. And well, you still kept mentioning the CRM, close.com. And I've always called them close.io, even since exactly. I forget how long ago they bought yeah. close.com, but in my head, they're still close.io and that's okay. This is but a great example. I, I, I mean, when they acquired close.io, they get so much praise from the domain name industry because they finally own their matching.com and it's great. It's an awesome move. But what if close.com was already off the market, right? It's in use by another real business. So this literally zero chance of, of, of owning that that domain in the, in the future in the future so then what's the choice you have are you going to get with uh maybe uh, getclose.com which sounds kind of strange getclose.com um or you can stick with close.io or close.co anyway so there's lots of discussion about it there's people who really like should never use .io or .co because of um, you you will leak uh, email uh, emails to the .com. There's traffic leakage to the .com if you use a, another extension. Well, but it's a delicate hand, balance, you know, because you have to build your startup with the funds that you have and allocate them appropriately. And so, then when you grow to a certain point, if you have too much email bleed or the cost of your marketing is outweighing yeah. the cost of buying the domain, especially mm -hmm. if it's still available like close.com was, then it's worth it. And so I, I just looked real quick. It was April of this year, April yeah. 2019, yeah. close.io announced the acquisition. Yeah. Um, so, 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 so my opinion on the whole matter is that uh, as domain name investors, okay, our job is not to decide for companies what's best, okay? So it's not our job to say, are you going to leak email traffic or uh, you need .com because of this, this, and this, and, 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 and try to be an expert on, on SEO or online marketing. As an investor, your job is to buy domains that sell. Okay. Right? We're, we're investing in domains to make a profit. So we're not domain name advisors, we're domain name investors, right? So if you're smart, you stop saying, oh, um, these companies are stupid. Uh, they should buy my dot coms just you know look where the market is and see what founders do if they're buying one word dot co's or dot ios then that's where they spend their money you better be there with your investment right so um that's the way i see it it's not our job to tell companies what's best it's our job to have those domains that companies want and they want to pay money for because it's not the company's 
hand register these dossiers. No, they buy them for 10, 15, 20, 30 grand. Um, and if you pay attention, so that would be the trend I'm seeing. If you pay attention, you see these companies paying a lot of money for these uh, tier, uh, second tier extensions, uh -huh. okay? So you can say, oh, I think they're doing, uh, I think they're not doing a good job at how they run their company, but that's, that's not our job as domain name investor. It's our job to make money, right, with our portfolio. So just buy what companies are buying. That's that's my uh, that's the way I see it. Um, Doran, and, you have such a practical approach and a very um, uh, I want to say a very centered. Um, like you're not trying to change anyone else, just to create a management system for the way that this the system is, or the way that people see things. Um, that's, that's really, um, a neat perspective, very well, satisfied. That's what I wanted to say. Very you know, satisfied. For, 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 for me as, as, as a vendor, like, um, you know, I'm an investor, but that's second, like first I'm like, uh, uh, like in the domain name industry, I think my first role is being like, a, you know, supplier of software. So it's, it's, it's in my best interest to see investors are doing well. They're making money on their investment. Because if people new enter the industry and uh, they lose money, they might have an after subscription for one or two years, but then in the end they cancel if they leave the industry. So yeah, you're uh, right. Yeah, and I think that that that's also why uh, we were so happy with uh, Mike Seiger investing in FD because his mission really aligns with ours. You know, we want to see people do well with their domain investment, and uh, what Mike has done with first domain Sherpa and now DN Academy is exactly that, making sure that people do well in their investment, then as FD we win too, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a great perspective. So what are your thoughts about the future, Doran? What, what do you see happening, you know, through the end of 2019 or in 2020 in the domain um, in general? So we, we have a couple of cool uh, things still coming up for FD this year. Because oh, really? I, yeah, I mean, I understand us doing enterprise. It's not so exciting for most of our users because it's not a new feature for them, right? Um, but um, before the end of this year, we're, we're launching something very cool um, because we had so many investors over the years who really like our uh, landing pages, but they do not necessarily want to use uh, the marketplace feature, but they do want to host our landing page designs on their own URL. So they, they're fully in control of the, um, you know, the experience of, of, of their users. So we're going to kind of like building a hybrid type of marketplace in which you can plug in your own custom domain and then all of the FT for sale landing pages you can host on that custom domain, which is uh, SSL secured. So you have like, SSL secured landing pages uh, powered by FT, but then on your own domain name. Yeah. And uh, so that kind of sits in between our landing page feature and the marketplace feature. So it's a bit of a hybrid type of product. Um, hopefully, I'll do a better job at uh, describing it once we roll it out. But uh, when do you think you'll roll it out? Um, I think maybe by the time this show will air, maybe. Uh, okay. So, you know, it's, it's already, uh, we're uh, beta testing it. 
So I think maybe a week or two from now, they should be live. And, Very uh, exciting. Okay. And what else? You said a couple things. Don't, don't hold back. Yeah, we're, we're working on some, some, some uh, new landing page designs as well. Uh, so we'll be adding more options to the Forcial landing pages on the platform. And um, we're actually quite open to crowdsource some ideas. So, um, you know, people actually share uh, with us all the time what they want. They say, I want to have a landing page where you can do this and this. But um, if you're an FD user and you have ideas about landing pages, stuff you're currently missing, just let us know because we will be adding a few more uh, designs to the platform before the end of the year. Okay, cool. Yeah. Very cool. All right. What do you think about in the domain industry in general? Did you vote for someone for the the um, the ICA was doing the? I um, haven't. I haven't voted the Lonnie Brock. The Lonnie Bork Award nomination. Uh, yeah, I for haven't voted. Contributor to yet. the domain community. I need to have a really good look at uh, who's been nominated. I know uh, Elliot Silver and Mike Seiger have been nominated. And those are both guys I think uh, deserve to be nominated. Yeah. Uh, and um, but I need to have a good look at everyone. Uh, I will uh, absolutely make sure I'll put in a vote. Yeah. Well, I'm really looking forward to seeing the results of that and um, celebrating each person who contributes like that at um, NamesCon in Austin. So. Uh, yeah, of course we'll we'll be there. So um, I'm looking forward to to, to see uh you know our users there's yeah. always so many of them at namescon every year so that's that's always um, will your co-founder lionel be there as well you know he's been with me to vegas like two or three times and then at one point he said you know uh, because he's not a domain name investor so three days of being surrounded by these crazy people only talking domains it's you know it's quite <laughs> something for it if you're not investing yourself but you know maybe now since it's going to be in Austin. He might join it again because it was mainly after a few times Las Vegas, you've kind of seen the place as well, you know? Yeah. And, um, so he might actually uh, come with me to Austin. I still need to uh, talk with him about it. But I'll definitely be there uh, this year because for me, Namescon is definitely a highlight. I think the new uh, owners are also doing a fantastic job at. Uh, you know how they run the conference and every yeah, year it seems together to be bigger and better things for this year yeah. yeah i'm really excited i'm excited for a different venue i'm not a big fan of vegas in general i love austin and i'm really excited for the conversations and the um type of um of momentum that mm -hmm. they're looking to yeah uh, help uh I want to say like build to help build. I'm looking for a different word, but um, and yeah. but I would love to meet Lionel. I have not personally met him, and I promise that I can have a conversation that's not about domains. He's a lot of fun, and um, you, you know, I think a lot of people have, have met him over the years um, because I I used to drag him to conferences all the time. <laughs> and, you know, perhaps I'll be successful one more time, um, but. The Namescon Europe event, I think I'll definitely be there next year because those are just very, you know, then nearby. So Lionel's based in the, in the Netherlands. And, um, so we'll definitely be at both the global and the European one. 
Good, good. Well, Doran, thank you so much for your time walking us through this. Thank you for all your service to the industry. I'm excited to see what, um, what happens next with FD. Thanks, Des. All right, we'll see you next time. Bye, Doran. Yeah.